The legend says that Matt Collins is still scoring fantasy points for our teams. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and still going over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there, where you can hit me up on Messenger and on the old Tiki Talk at RoyDog13. Oh, my God. Can allergies hit me any fucking harder right now than they have today? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> in spite of all that, I'm actually putting out the Monday podcast. So let's uh, go ahead and go through the games um, here. Let's see. There is some news here. Uh, there is talk that right now between the Giants and the Green Bay Packers about uh, possible Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony. We'll see if any of that is even truthful, considering the fact that usually the Packers don't do moves like that. So... Not buying into it until I actually see it. So, oh, man, man, oh, man. Uh, Mac Jones, uh, severe high ankle sprain. They say that uh, most men would uh, have surgery, but he is not Um, for right now. The team is discussing it. We'll have to see what's going on there. Good Lord. Good Lord. Now I'm going to get the hiccups. Now I'm going to get the hiccups. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, But that would leave Brian Hoyer there. I mean, uh, what do you want to do? You want to use him in Superflex? I don't know. We'll go back through there. Um, do 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 do. <laughs> Ken Dorsey definitely will learn from his booth outburst where he absolutely lost control. Hey, I salute you, my friend. I fucking salute you. Uh, let's go go ahead and go game by game. We're going to skip the Pittsburgh-Cleveland contest. Uh, we'll go to the early games here where Baltimore went into New England and beat the Patriots 37-26. to Lamar Jackson with his second straight Huge game. Uh, Four touchdown passes, 218 yards passing with an interception. Uh, Also had 107 yards on the ground on 11 carries and a touchdown there. One of the intriguing things here is that, uh, first first and foremost, J.K. Dobbins did make his season debut. Seven carries for 23 yards. Uh, Also had two receptions on two targets for 17 yards there. Uh, Looked okay, not great. Uh, the guy that really looked good, though, was Justice Hill, uh, who looks to be the actual backup here to J.K. Dobbins for right now. Uh, six carries for 60 yards. Uh, didn't do anything in the passing game, though. But if you have J.K. Dobbins, I would suggest that you might want to take a look at Justice Hill. Uh, put a couple do- dollars in there for your fab. Uh, yeah, this week. Uh, Mark Andrews. It was a bad matchup on paper, but he came through. Eight receptions on 13 targets, 89 yards, and two touchdowns. 
He is a machine, just like Albert Pujols for the Cardinals. Uh, Rashad Bateman did not do well. Two receptions on four targets for 59 yards. Uh, really looked like they were trying to shut down uh, Bateman Bateman before they were shutting down Mark Andrews, which was kind of the mistake here. Uh, nobody else of anything really important here. We mentioned the Mac Jones injury. Uh, he finished with 321 yards passing, three interceptions there. Ramondre Stevenson, he should not be on any waiver wires. If he was, he should have been picked up last week if anybody dropped him. Uh, 12 carries for 73 yards and a touchdown. Also had four receptions for 28 yards on five targets. Big winner here is Devontae Parker. Five receptions on 10 targets for 156 yards. Now we will get Brian Hoyer in here now, so we don't know how that's going to work um, between the new, you know, the backup quarterback coming in there. Uh, but Devontae Parker might be worth just taking a, you know, a couple bucks stab in there if somebody, you know, wants to overreach, uh, pay, you know, 10% of their budget or more. Uh, just, we're just going to go ahead and let them have that. I'm actually going to move this over here because I like to view this a little bit better. Nobody else for the Patriots that I'm really looking at. Kendrick Bourne did have a good game for uh, for 58 on five targets. That's all right. Uh, Nelson Aguilar was two for 41 on three targets, but had a had a terrible fumble. Uh, Jonu Smith actually had more targets and <clears throat> more receptions than Hunter Henry. Uh, four for 25 on four targets for Jonu. Uh, one for eight on one target for Hunter Henry. Um, not really looking at either for right now, so we'll just go ahead and skip that. Uh, if you had the Patriots defense and you were really happy with that when you drafted them, yeah, I think it's time to start looking at streaming options there, my friends. Moving on, Kansas City went into... Indianapolis and lost to the Colts 17 to 20 here. Patrick Mahomes 20 of 35 for 262 yards, one touchdown and one interception while also having 26 yards on the ground on four carries. Jarek McKinnon was the big rushing guy here, seven carries for 20 yards uh, as Clyde Edwards Alaire did score a touchdown uh, but had seven carries for zero yards. So you explain that shit to me. Juju Smith-Schuster was the wide receiver to have in this game. I did see it in the spreadsheet. I just refused to fucking use it uh, because fuck Juju Smith-Schuster. Five receptions for 89 yards on eight targets. Didn't look all that great. Uh, Travis Kelsey, four for 58 and a touchdown on eight targets. Dropped a touchdown in the end zone. Yes, it was a more difficult catch, but not one that... that uh, Kelsey hasn't made before. Uh, really fucked my lineups on FanDuel. Lost all of them by two points or less. So I had that going for me, which is nice. Um, but I did win on DK and Yahoo. So basically, I only lost thirty. Bu- I, I lost thirty bucks this week. After last week, that's not terrible. It's not going to kill me. It just sucks because I lost the whole fucking week based based on. That tu- that non touchdown grab. Uh, MVS four for forty eight on seven targets. Clyde Edwards Alaire did secure five catches on five targets for thirty nine yards, so he was active there. 
Um, but other than that, not nothing else really going here. Matt Ryan on the other side for the Colts, two, uh, 222 yards passing, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. I believe he had another fumble. Yeah, he lost another fumble, so uh, still doing that there. <clears throat> Jonathan Taylor, who was not in the write-up, 21 carries for 71 yards on the ground. Also had three receptions for 20 yards on five targets. I'm stayed away from Jonathan Taylor. There is, I have some concerns about the offensive line. So as long as his price continues to be up towards the 10K mark, I am not going to use Jonathan Taylor um, unless the situation presents itself where I go. You know what? It is time to use him. Uh, Naeem Hines, three carries for seven yards. He was in the write-up. Uh, five for 23 through in in <laughs> five receptions for 23 yards on six targets did not basically bring back value which really sucked but if you were doing him as solely a punt running back uh, running back right now is not killing anybody um, especially if you're paying down so if don't worry about you know you know 10 points and stuff or less um, as long as they're scoring some kind of points you know, to validate that they're in your actual fucking lineup. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Michael Pittman, slow start, but did uh, secure eight catches for 72 yards on nine targets. Alec Pierce came back as well this week. Uh, three receptions for 61 yards on five targets. Not too shabby, uh, but definitely not a guy that we're really kind of looking at. Uh, the guy that we need to talk about, Jelani Woods, tight end. Had two receptions for 13 yards, two touchdowns on three targets. Is he worth an ad? No. This is going to be a week-to-week thing between Jelani Woods, Mo Alley-Cox, and Kyler Granson. Um, so I am just not interested in any of those guys whatsoever. It's basically Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce if you're looking for receiving options out of the Colts' offense. Moving on, New Orleans went into Carolina and lost 22-14 to to the Panthers. Jameis Winston, stat... Looks kind of good, right? Uh, 25 of 41 for 353, touchdown, two interceptions. He sucked. He sucked. That offensive line was fucking horrible. I went back and forth on the Saints defense and the Carolina Panthers defense, and it was a coin flip. So Saints won the coin flip based on the shitty play of Baker Mayfield, and he didn't play all that well either. So... I was pretty comfortable with the call. It just kind of sucked, and, you know, Carolina got the touchdown um, on a fumble recovery, I believe it was. So, uh, or no, it wasn't a pick six. God damn it, now I can't even remember. Let's take a look here. Let's take a look here. Oh, my God. Sorry if I have the sniffies here. Uh, Fumble return, yeah. So it was the Alvin Kamara fumble, which we're going to get to here in a minute. Uh, Alvin Kamara, 15 for 61 on the ground, no touchdowns. Uh, through the air is very troubling, though. Uh, two for 12 on seven targets. He was getting the targets. Just Winston can't fucking throw the ball short for to save his life. Um, that's why, you know, most of the time, like I said, with James Winston, you really want the wide receivers uh, when you're trying to pair up. Rookie Chris Alave, nine receptions on uh, for 147 on 13 targets. Uh, he is the wide re- wide receiver two for this team. Traquan Smith came in for an injured Jarvis Landry, who is the wide receiver three. He got four receptions for 105 yards on five targets. Michael Thomas, the wide receiver one, 
five catches for 49 yards on five targets. So just happened to be an Olave day. I did see I did see something in there that I kind of liked Olave. Um, but for right now, I'm just not really interested in the Saints offense to be just you know truthful about it. If I don't like the offense, I'm probably going to stay away from it. So if you're going to ask me about it, I'm never going to recommend it. So you're going on your own thing. If you see something in the in the spreadsheet that you like, if you see something with the target spreadsheet, which apparently I'm in the fucking uh, Daily Ambush Discord and nobody is fucking paying it to any attention to it. Pay attention to that fucker, okay? That's going to help you make decisions between guys, okay? Involvement in the offense, what the dot is, basically taking the air yards, Dividing it by the targets, and that's giving your average depth of the target. A dot. That is added this year. You fucking use it. For fuck's sakes. Fucking use it. Baker Mayfield on the other side. Fucking travesty. 12 of 25 for 170 yards and a touchdown. Uh, was sacked three times for 22 yards. Um Also had one carry for minus one yard. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, he did all right on the ground. 25 carries for 108 yards. Good for a 4.3 average. Uh, But through the air, here's another thing. As long as these guys are fucking priced up, I can't use them. Two receptions for seven yards on four targets. This was another worry outside of the injury risk. There was problems that we saw last season with this. And now it's coming back again. Baker's been good at getting, you know, that short that short area pass. So I don't exactly know what's going on other than the fact that the edges are collapsing on him because their two tackles are fucking ridiculously terrible. And maybe that's what's happening is it's not allowing them time. They have to keep the running back in the block a little bit more. Um, I've got to actually kind of, <clears throat> Go back, watch the tape a little bit on that. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, no, no. Two receptions for 90 yards and a touchdown on two targets. No, no. I will say that he is better than fucking Shy Smith, who they were trying to pump up last week and was just fucking terrible. Uh, sorry for anything with DJ Moore. I did not have him in the article, but, you know, we kind of talked about, um, you know, for seasonal, you're going you're gonna to play him. Uh, one reception for two yards on six targets, just on fucking godly believable. Oh, it's just terrible. Let's get a, let's get the fuck away from this game. Let's go to a better game. Oh god, it's the fucking Texans and Bears. Uh, Houston goes into Chicago and loses twenty to twenty three on a Davis Mills interception, which sets up the winning field goal. Davis Mills twenty of thirty two for two hundred forty five yards and a touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, Damian Pierce was the guy I said to lock in, uh, 20 carries for 80 yards and a touchdown. Also two receptions for 21 yards, on two targets. So he got himself over a hundred in all purpose. So, uh, not bad, not bad for his price, but his price is going to go up because he was very, very, very chalky this week. Uh, should mention that Rex Burkhead only had three carries for nine yards, did have four receptions for 21 yards on five targets, but, uh, I think that one's pretty much laid to rest. Um, you probably want to hold on to him though, just in case anything happens to Damian Pierce. Uh, Chris Moore was the wide receiver to have here. You 
for Houston. Three for 63 on three targets. Had a, had a 50. No, he had a 52-yarder. Okay. So he only got 11 yards on the other two carry or other two receptions. Terrible. Nico Collins, two for 41 on four targets. Uh, where's Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks, two for 22 on seven targets. Yeah, he saw a lot of Jalen Johnson. That's why I did not recommend him this week. Uh, if anything, I would have told you uh, Nico Collins, but that would have flailed out. Stay away from the passing offense for right now. Uh, Jordan Akins, you know, one of the 18 tight ends that the Houston Texans employ. Uh, three for 31 and a touchdown on four targets. There you go. Uh, Jordan Akins was, wasn't even, didn't even make the fucking opening, opening week roster. So, um, they're cycling these guys in and out. Um, just, I'm, I have no fucking interest. I also have no interest in this fucking Chicago passing game. Justin Fields, 8 for 17 for 106 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, had a 27.7 QB rating. Awesome. Fields did have eight carries for 47 yards, but if you have Justin Fields right now, you're probably fucking sitting him. Um, definitely. In single quarterback, you better not even fucking entertain him. Uh, Superflex, two quarterback leagues. I hope you had a third option. Khalil Herbert ended up being the big winner uh, for the running backs as David Montgomery went down, and I believe it was with an ankle and a knee. Ugh. Montgomery, three carries for 11 yards. Uh, Khalil Herbert comes into relief, <clears throat> 20 carries for 157 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, we need to monitor the situation with David Montgomery to see what's happening here because uh, we did see some of Tristan Ebner, uh, the rookie, uh, seven for twenty-three. I do like Ebner. Okay, Ebner is a pretty decent running back. So, uh, if they think that they can sit David Montgomery, maybe he wants a little bit of Ebner here um, to back up our Khalil, Khalil Herbert shares, which he should have had. I recommended getting him, but nobody fucking listens. Any which way, Cole Komet actually got his first two catches of the year for forty yards on three targets. That was good to see. Darnell Mooney. <laughs> Two receptions for 23 yards on six targets. Yeah, that's pretty much dead and gone. You're still holding on to Mooney, but but you're just not playing him, okay? Nobody else from that offense whatsoever. Buffalo traveled down to Miami and got beat 21-19. Got beat 21-19 by Mr. Tua. I don't have a fucking concussion. Tagovailoa. We'll start with the Bills side here. Josh Allen, 42 of 63 for 400 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, also had eight carries for 47 yards. Did have a fumble, though. That that sucked. That sucked. But it was a good play. Good play this week. Uh, curious thing here is Devin Singletary had nine carries for 13 yards, but had nine receptions for 78 yards and a touchdown and 11 targets because, you know, shit happens. Uh, Zach Mosk was also in here four for 46, I believe. Yeah, he had a 43-yarder uh, in there. So Zach Moss had the big run. Of course, he got caught because he's fucking slow as shit. Uh, Zach Moss also had one reception for six yards on one target. No, no, we don't care about Zach Moss. 
Uh, Isaiah McKenzie led the wide receiver seven for 76 and a touchdown on nine targets, but apparently does not own a fucking watch or a pair or he needs fucking glasses to see that. Uh, hey, buddy, get the ball. Get the fuck down so you can so you can fucking spike it. You dumb son of a bitch. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie didn't decided to try and get just a little bit more yards and uh with no timeouts left buffalo pretty much got fucked and couldn't kick the field goal to try and win the game thanks a lot isaiah mckenzie that's why you're a a wide receiver three stefan diggs seven for 74 on 11 targets i said he wasn't my favorite guy here this week um it's hard after a Monday night game where you have three touchdowns to really kind of follow that up with anything. So that kind of sucked. I did mention Gabe Davis. He was three of 37 for six on uh, six targets. That really sucked. Uh, James Cook did get involved in this game, four for 37 on five targets. So that's good to see the rookie in there. Uh, Dawson Knox ended up playing. This was really fucking weird. Like Dawson Knox and Gabe Davis, they go questionable all the way through the week up to the game. Like Dawson Knox actually... There was talk that he was gonna. Sit, there was talk that he was gonna sit right after their win that they had. That's how bad he was hurt. Um, he was four for twenty-five on four targets. Uh, not really somebody that I want to consider. If you have a deeper bench, yeah, I'd probably have Dawson Knox, but I'm not starting him right now. Watch, he'll score a touchdown next week. Uh, on the other side, Miami, Tua, 13 of 18, 486 yards and a touchdown, no interceptions. I can't remember if he had. A, no, he did not have a fumble. Uh, also had one carry for zero yards. Also did not have a concussion, even though he wobbled around for about five fucking minutes before they took him out and put Teddy Bridgewater in. Um, Tua came back out. Like, concussion protocols, man. Like, uh, what the fuck is going on? Because it was, it was painfully fucking obvious that he was he should have been out of this game. And uh, Buffalo should have won. But, you know, shit happens. We'll see what We'll see. We'll see what the league says. Chase Edmonds, six for twenty-one on the ground, two touchdowns. Uh, also had one catch for six yards on one target. So you got bailed out with those two touchdowns if you played them. Um, wouldn't have been like one of my favorite guys to play. Jalen Waddle coming through four receptions for one hundred and two yards on six targets. Uh, he was in the cash. He was in the cash game uh, section. Uh, Tyreek Hill, two for 33 on four targets. He was the GPP. Uh, Tua going down did not help whatsoever. Um, <clears throat> so that's pretty much you know what kind of settled that. Uh, River Crawcraft was the man who caught the touchdown. He had one reception on one target for 11 yards and that TD. Uh, River Crawcraft is a fucking wide receiver, not a tight end. I'd like to I'd like to mention. I knew this. And they kept going, wow, you got a plethora of tight ends with Durham Smythe, Durham Smythe, Mike Gazicki, and River Crawcraft. And I'm like, River Crawcraft is a fucking wide receiver. He, River Crawcraft played for the fucking Denver Broncos. That's how I know about River Crawcraft. Because I have to follow these goddamn players and see where they're going, right? So I knew who the fuck River Crawcraft was. Fucking dumb. Detroit goes into Minnesota, loses 24-28 to to the Vikings. Uh, Jared Goff, 25 of 41 for 277, a touchdown and interception. Uh, also had two carries for eight yards. I thought the play was going to be good. Um, he got close to getting another one, too. Uh, but in the end, what they did was, you know, DeAndre Swift got hurt after having seven carries for 31 yards. 
uh, three receptions on four targets for 15. Uh, Jamal Williams basically shouldered the load, 20 carries for 87 yards, got two goal line touchdowns uh, in that game, and I knew it. I knew it when I fucking wrote it up. I'm like, be Jamal Williams, it'll fuck this all up. Uh, Williams did have two receptions uh, for 20 yards on two targets as well. Josh Reynolds was uh, was the big wide receiver this week. Um, I had t- I was talking to somebody about another option in this offense, and Josh Reynolds' name did get brought up, and I just couldn't decide between Josh Reynolds and uh, DJ Chark. Uh, but Josh Reynolds, six receptions for 96 yards on 10 targets. I'm not really flown. Well, you know what? <clears throat> Amon Ross St. Brown did kind of be, you know, end up gimpy at the end of the game. Uh, so Josh Reynolds might be a guy to really kind of take a look at. It all depends. Like, if you've got a guy who's going on IR, maybe you can pick up Josh Reynolds, but you'll be able to pick him up for like a buck because I don't think anybody knew that he had six receptions for 96 yards out of 10 targets. Beating out a Monterey St. Brown, six for 73 on nine targets. So you even all targeted him. Uh, TJ Chark, three for 46 on six targets. And TJ Hawkinson, who I, I believe I wrote up. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, three receptions for 18 yards and a touchdown on four targets. The touchdown really fucking saved his day here. Um, am I going to sneeze or not? Mentioned DeAndre Swift went out with the injury. Um, I haven't seen exactly what's going on right now, but uh, one guy that you might want to keep an eye on, put a dollar on if you can afford to roster him, is Craig Reynolds. Um he would be the backup for Jamal Williams just in case there's a long-term injury with DeAndre Swift if he sits out. Um, from what I saw, it had something to do with the ankle. could be a high ankle sprain on there. So we'll monitor it. We'll see what happens. Uh, for Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, oh, God. Oh, God. 24-41, 260, and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um <laughs> There's got to be people that are just cheering that the fact that they use Kirk Cousins in cash, but for his price tag, um, it was really stupid. That's why I said he's GPP only. Um, Dalvin Cook was a better play. 17 carries for 96 yards and a touchdown uh, before getting hurt. Now, the funny thing is that he was not involved in the fucking passing offense whatsoever. Uh, but Alexander Madison was. Now, Alexander Madison has seven carries for 28 yards and a touchdown, filling in for the injured Delvin Cook. Um, also had a reception uh, for 16 yards on one target. Still not highly involved in the offense. K.J. Osborne was the best wide receiver here, five for 73 and a touchdown on eight targets. Ridiculous. Adam Thielen, six for 61 and a touchdown on eight targets. He was written up. Fucking ridiculous. Irv Smith, two for 32 on six targets. Ridiculous. Um, Where's Justin Jefferson? Oh, three receptions for 14 yards on six targets. Get the fuck out of here. That was the dumbest, dumbest fucking thing ever. Um, They just, I don't know. There's a change in the offense. Like, they're not running, they're not running the routes that that, uh, Jefferson needs to run. Um, I know they play <clears throat> in London this week, so we're not going to get the opportunity to kind of go back into the well. Uh, but let's just keep an eye on it. 
hopefully if he doesn't do anything in the London game, we can possibly go ahead and use him in week, well, week five, they're probably got the bye week, so maybe week six, everybody's going to forget about Justin Jefferson. Price should come down as well. Cincinnati goes into New York and beats the Jets 27-12. to 12. Joe Burrow, who should have been in cash, 23 for 36, 275 yards and three touchdowns. Very good game for him. Very clean. Um, let's talk about the receiving here first. Tyler Boyd was the big winner, four for 105 and a touchdown on five targets. Uh, T. Higgins, five for 93 on seven targets. And Jamar Chase, six for 29 on one and one TD on 10 targets. He could have had easily had two TDs in this game. Um, motherfucker just needs to hold on to the ball. Now he's got the now he's got the receiving issues, issues this season. Um, let's talk about the Cincinnati running game. It is absolutely fucking dread dreadful right now. Um, Joe Mixon is at what did I? What's Joe Mixon's yards per average or yards per carry? Oh, that damn Dallas. New York Giants game is on, and I'm not even watching it. Uh, his yards per carry right now is 2.81. I mentioned this, that it was 3.02. Um, I believe I mentioned that in the article, that I had him in GPP, but I wasn't really thrilled with it. Do I have it here? What did I write about him? Yeah, Joe Mixon. If Cleveland didn't run all over the Jets last week, I wouldn't even be entertaining Mixon this week, but here we are. Mixon has not been great on the ground, averaging 3.02 yards per carry so far. The rebuilt offensive line has not gelled yet and is killing production everywhere for the Bengals' offense. He is a key cog in the Cincinnati offense, but his salary, I cannot trust him in cash this week. Uh, Funny thing is that I listened to Guru in the morning this morning. And he said the exact same thing about the offensive line. So, um, uh, quit stealing my shit, John. All right. You listen in the fucking podcast. At least fucking tell me that you're listening to the fucking podcast. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan did look better. Nine carries for 47 yards. But at, at that point when he was running the ball, uh, the game was pretty much all in hand. So, uh, don't buy into that. He should be he should be on your team if you have Joe Mixon. That's the only value that he has uh, to the Mixon owner. Joe Flacco on the other side, uh, possibly the last game uh, that he's starting with Zach Wilson, possibly being back next week. Uh, twenty eight of fifty two for two eighty five and two interceptions. Way to go, Joe! Way to go, Broadway Joe! Uh, for New York, the running backs, Brees Hall, eight carries for 39 yards. Good for a 4.9 clip. He looks good, my friends. Six receptions for 53 yards on 11 targets as well. Michael Carter on the ground, 11 carries for 39 yards. Good for a 3.5 average. Uh, only had one reception for seven yards on two targets. So we'll have to see what's going on here. But I'm if you're hurting that running back, I don't think there there's not that many Worse options than Brees Hall right now. So I say just let's go ahead. Uh, Tyler Conklin might be worth a pickup here. Uh, tight end if you're struggling. Eight receptions for 84 yards on eight targets. Now we will have the quarterback change, so keep that in mind. I would only want to put a buck or two on him uh, at most. 
Uh, but if you're struggling, there you go. Garrett Wilson, 6 for 60 on 10 targets. Uh, Elijah Moore, who was in the write-up, 4 for 49 on 10 targets. So point per dollar, Garrett Wilson was higher than Elijah Moore. So it actually paid off better, but still sucked. That passing offense just looked fucking horrible. Oh, Joe Flacco also lost two fumbles. So that he had that going for him. Let's go to Las Vegas at Tennessee where Titans held on, uh, prevented the two-point conversion to win 24-22. to Derek Carr wasn't terrible but wasn't great either. 26-44 of 44 for 303 yards, uh, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, also had two carries for 17 yards, so he almost got the two point. You know, he almost got that interception back on the ground. Josh Jacobs on the ground, 13 carries for 66 yards. Uh, also had five receptions for 31 yards on six targets. Where was that? Where was that last week? That would have got me at least another fucking fifteen hundred dollars with that stat line. You fucking motherfuckers. <sighs> Told you to stay away from that backfield. But look at there. Brandon Bolden, three carries for 17 yards. Also had two receptions for four yards on two targets. So he is definitely the guy that is, you know, lockstep with Josh Jacobs. Not as good, but you know what I'm saying. Mac Hollins, the big winner here. Eight receptions for 158 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. He was $3,000. He was bare minimum price on DraftKings. He was the guy I definitely said to put in uh, if you're doing bare bones uh, based on the fact that Hunter Renfro was out this week uh, with a concussion. And instead of paying up for Devontae Adams, you could definitely go with Mac Hollins. Foster Moreau, oof, tight end, three for 44 on five targets. Just terrible. Devontae Adams, at least he's getting the touchdowns, five for 36 and a touchdown on 10 targets. It, Cars forcing the ball in there. It's just not coming natural. Um, so defenses are really kind of keying in on it. They can't They can't scheme worth a shit. Ryan Tannehill for the Titans. 19-27 for 264, a touchdown and interception. Uh, also had a touchdown on the ground on with four carries for two yards. Derrick Henry, this was the guy I said to pay up if you're going to pay up now he didn't completely pay off his salary but if you're going to use a high-end running back this was the guy to definitely have 20 carries for 85 yards and a touchdown also had five receptions for 58 yards on six targets so running backs versus the raiders yeah we're good to go there uh wide receivers robert woods was the big winner here four for 85 on nine targets uh, Nick Westbrook-Akeen, 3 for 40 on 3 targets. Where is Traylon Burks? Oh, he's at the bottom. 1 for 13 on 2 targets. Uh, but Burks was the guy who ran the most who ran the most routes by far. Uh, spent the most time on the field. So Traylon Burks is still the guy to really have in that, in that passing offense. Eagles went into Washington, totally destroyed the Commanders. Uh, 24 to 8. Jalen Hurts, 22 of 35 for 340s on a tear. He is on a tear. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. If Jalen Hurts keeps doing this, I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep saying that I said it when Philadelphia drafted him. I said, look, it's a long shot, but the kid's got a lot of fucking talent. Got a lot of fucking talent. You can see it. 
and now it's starting to come around, and now everybody's going, oh, no, I like Jalen Hurts, too. No, the fuck you didn't. I remember it's on tape that uh, you did not like fucking Jalen Hurts. You're like, the kid's never going to make it. Uh, did have nine carries for 20 yards on the ground, so didn't really run all that much. Uh, Miles Sanders, speaking of, speaking of bad running, uh, Miles Sanders, 15 carries for 46 yards, also had one reception for minus two yards on one target. It's just shitty. We're just not going to talk about it. Just not going to talk about it. Devonta Smith was the big winner. <clears throat> he was in GPP. Uh, eight for one sixty nine and a touchdown on twelve targets. He was just he was a fucking monster. He was a fucking monster. AJ Brown didn't do too bad though himself. Five receptions for eighty five yards and a touchdown on ten targets. Uh, definitely, definitely not not a terrible day. You'll take that every day, all day, every day. Dallas Goddard, tight end, three for twenty six and a touchdown on four targets. A touchdown really saved his fucking day. There we did get to see Grant Calcaterra. Grant Calcaterra. This is the kid who is one concussion away from fucking death. All right. One reception for 40 yards on one target. He's a rookie. You can go back to the draft thing. And that's what I said. He's one. He is one. One hit away. One correct hit away from fucking be, just being dead. Uh, Carson Wentz on the other side, 25 of 43 for 211. He is what we thought he was. Uh, three carries for 22 yards. Antonio Gibson on the ground, 12 for 38 on, and a TD. You know, they got behind. They got way the fuck behind. They were down 24 to nothing at halftime. So what are you going to do? Um, Gibson had one reception for two yards on one target since they're playing from behind. J.D. McKissick was in there securing a lot of workload. Uh, six for 32 on nine targets. Terry McLaurin ended up having a decent day, but he was sh- he was a fucking shit show, uh, but he got it back in garbage time. Uh, six receptions for 102 on nine targets. Curtis Samuel, seven for 48 on 10 targets. Uh, also had three carries for 13 yards on the ground. So Curtis Samuel is still a really good start. Uh, Jahan Dotson, only play him, only play him, um, when I tell you to right now, he's basically like a third wheel, uh, two for 10 on eight targets. He did have the targets. It just wasn't getting it done. Um, but like I said, we got to find a matchup for him. Um, if we're going to even bother trying to, trying to play him, uh, this season, Jacksonville Jaguars going to LA and beat the Herbert led Chargers. Now this was fucking stupid, right? So Jaguars win thirty eight to ten. Um, Herbert should not have been in this game. Let alone, let alone, you dumb motherfuckers are down thirty eight to ten, and you leave them in the fucking game. Just ridiculous. Uh, Jacksonville side, Trevor Lawrence looked really good. 28 to 39 for 262, three touchdowns, no interception. James Robinson led the running game, 17 carries for a hundred yards. He hit the hundred yard mark and a touchdown. Um, also had three receptions for 16 yards on three targets. Travis Etienne didn't look too bad. Uh, 13 carries for 45 yards. Good for a 3.5, which it's not great, but it's not terrible, but through the air, he had three receptions on thirty uh, for thirty yards on three targets. 
<clears throat> so not terrible there. St. Jones, big winner this week, 10 receptions for 85 yards and a touchdown on 11 targets. I believe somebody mentioned St. Jones. Uh, Christian Kirk, 6 for 72 and a touchdown on 9 targets. I believe somebody mentioned Christian Kirk. Marvin Jones Jr., 4 for 33 and a touchdown on 7 target. I believe nobody's ever going to mention Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, Evan Ingram, 1 for 9 on 3 targets, but... Uh, did have a touchdown taken away from him, so he would have made value uh, with that touchdown. Sucks, but, you know, shit happens. Herbert, 25 of 45 for 297, a touchdown, an interception, also had a fumble. Should not have been out there. Had a carry for seven yards. Chargers rushing game is basically non-existent when Sony Michelle leads it five carries for 22 yards. Where's Austin Eckler? Four for five yards. Eckler did have eight receptions for 48 yards on eight targets, so it got you 12, maybe 13 points. So, But it's still not going to get the job done if you took him in the first round of your fantasy drafts. It's just fucking horrible. I told you not, I told you guys not to fucking draft him, though. So, you know, that's on you. That's on you. That's on you. Uh, Mike Williams did salvage his week. Uh, one reception for 15 yards for a touchdown on six targets. So he has that going for him, which is nice. Josh Balmer was really the you know, the guy that Herbert was locking on to. Six receptions for 99 yards on nine targets. He'll take that out of the wide receiver three. So not too bad, not too bad, not too shabby. Uh, but overall, till till we get anything that hurt, you know, that Herbert's better. Fuck, I, I don't know if I can start him. I can start him in seasonal, but I can't start him in DFS. Next, we have Green Bay at Tampa. They at Tampa Bay, where Green Bay Packers held on 14-12 to um, on a failed two-point conversion that uh, apparently was on the Jumbotron uh, beforehand that they showed what the play was going to be. So Aaron Rodgers told somebody, and uh, they radioed that into the defense. So that was great. Aaron Rodgers, 27-35 to 35 for 255, a uh, two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, didn't look too shabby. Didn't look too shabby. The second half of this game for the Green Bay Packers offense was just kind of horrid, but it kind of is what it is. Tampa Bay has a really good defense, so you take what you can get. Aaron Jones, 12 carries for 36 yards. Told you not to start him, John. Uh one fumble lost in there. A.J. Dillon, 12 for 32 on the ground. How they do in the passing game? Aaron Jones, 3 for 11 on four targets. A.J. Dillon, 2 for 6 on three targets. Big winner here was Romeo Dobbs filling in for Sammy Watkins. Um, and pretty much we can just say goodbye to Watkins here. Uh, but Romeo Dobbs, eight receptions for 73 yards and a touchdown and eight targets. Um very, very good game there. Randall Cobb, we are not picking up. Two receptions for 57 yards on two targets. No. Alan Lazard, pretty pedestrian game, but, I mean, you're going to take it out of for where you drafted him. Uh, four for 45 and a touchdown on six targets. Uh, Robert Tunyon, not too bad. Six for 37 on seven targets. Uh, it's a pretty good day for Tunyon. Uh, if he would have got a touchdown, it would have been even better for him. Uh, but it did not happen. Did not happen. So Tampa's going to look good against the tight end coming into this week, but trust me, no, no. Actually, their DVOA is probably going to stay high, but their points is going to drop, so uh, just be aware of that. <clears throat> Tom Brady on the other side, 31-42, of 
271 and a touchdown, no interceptions there. Um, but, oh no, Tom Brady didn't fumble. That's right. It was Brashad Perryman. Brashad, I'm going to, I'm going to flex Perryman and then fumble like a couple plays later. And then Russell Gage, uh, who likes to punch the turf. Leonard Fournette, uh, Fat Lenny, 12 carries for 35 yards, uh, five receptions for 35 yards and six targets. Uh, I believe I said not to draft Leonard Fournette, too, but, you know, people don't listen. Uh, Russell Gage was a very popular, cheap option. Uh, in DFS, 12 receptions, 87 yards, and a touchdown on 13 targets. He really came through uh, even with that fumble. Uh, Cameron Bray looked good, five for 52 on six targets, but really... Um, Brait and Russell Gage, you kind of got to monitor it. Um, if Mike Evans is in there, he's going to be the top option. If, you know, Chris Godwin's in there, uh, he's going to be the number two, which is really going to kill anybody else. But Russell Gage is probably the guy that you might want to put a buck or two on. Um, Cameron Brait, eh, if you're hurting that tight end, Conklin's not available, I guess you're okay. Uh, not much else in this game, so let's just go on to the L.A. Rams and Arizona Cardinals. This game was fucking horrible, too. Uh, L.A. goes into Arizona and wins 20-12, to moving to 2-1. and uh, Matthew Stafford, 18-25 for 241, or 249. No touchdowns, no interceptions, no turnovers. Uh, Cam Akers, though, had a turnover. God, man. He was looking good for a little bit there. 12 carries for 61 yards and a touchdown, and then he just had that ill-fated fumble, which just sucked. Uh, Cooper Cup was not the leading wide receiver, but he did have a rush for 20 yards and got the touchdown. Uh, Saved his day. Ben Skoranek, (laughs) scrotum neck. Uh, Four receptions for 66 yards on four targets, followed by one Tyler Higby, four for 61 on four targets there. Uh, Cooper Cup, four for 44 on six targets. Only six targets. I'm surprised that they did not throw it a little bit more here. Uh, but the shit just didn't happen. Uh, return of Kendall Blanton in this game. Uh, that's great. Uh, Allen Robinson Allen Robinson had two receptions for 23 yards on five targets. It's basically uh, desperation mode for Allen Robinson. Um I, did, I had moved him down in the rankings for seasonal. I only have one fucking share. Uh, I think I only paid like two bucks for Allen Robinson too, so I'm not really hurting. I can just drop him at any fucking point in time. Kyler, uh, I look like shit Murray. Um, 37 for 58 for 314 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Also only had eight yards on the ground on two carries. Uh, James Conner did end up playing in this game, uh, running 13 times for 39 yards, so he didn't really do anything much. Uh, Did have three receptions for 18 yards on five targets. Uh, You also have Eno Benjamin and Daryl Williams taking some touches away, so yeah, just kind of pay attention to that. Marquise Brown was very popular in uh, DFS as well. I tried to stay away from it as much as humanly possible. 14 receptions, 140 yards on 17 targets. So, boy, is my face red. But Greg Dorch, Dorch time, nine receptions for 80 yards on 10 targets uh, was good value. Not as good as Mac Mac Hollins was, but good value in there. Uh, Zach Ertz, six for 45 on 10 targets, missed out on a touchdown. So, we move on. Actually, the best game, the best, the best game on the late on the 
<clears throat> later slates, and that was Atlanta Falcons going into Seattle and beating them 27-23. to Marcus Mariota, 13-20 for 229, touchdown and interception. Did have a fumble, but also scored a touchdown on the ground, too, so he kind of saved his day there. Cordarrelle Patterson, 17 for 141 on the ground and a touchdown. Also had one reception for 12 yards on one target. Uh, Kyle Pitts, thank you. You're welcome. Five receptions, 87 yards on eight targets. Drake London, hello, welcome. Three for 54 and a touchdown on six uh, targets there. Nothing else really of anything concerning here unless you like Olamide Zakisis. Then two for 49 on two targets. You can have them. Geno Smith on the other side, 32 of 44 for 325, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, not too bad of a game. Not too bad of a game. Didn't do anything in the ground, though. Uh, Rashad Penny, though, was decent until they kind of just went away from it for whatever reason. Uh, 14 carries for 66 yards. Good for 4.7 average. Only got one reception on th- on one target for three yards. Um, Kenneth Walker was in there. DJ Dallas was in there. Travis Homer is in there. If you have Kenneth Walker, you're not starting him right now. So just hold on to him and just wait. Uh, as far as receptions and whatnot, Tyler Lockett was the guy. Uh, nine for 76 on 11 targets. Uh, Penny Hart, who filled in for Tyler Lockett on the couple of plays that he was out, one reception for 15 yards on one target. So eh, we would have been close to 100 on there. DK Metcalf did get the touchdown here, though, five for 64 and a touch on 12 targets. Will Disley also, uh, tight end, also got the other touchdown here, three for 34 and a touchdown on three targets. But am I really starting Will Disley? And then the game that just sucked the life out of everybody. I actually, we had a storm front come through. Uh, I had to, you know, basically put everything away uh, in the garage, get all my shit back inside the house uh, before the storm came. So. Once I got inside the storm hit, and I was just like, you know what, fuck it, I don't really want to watch the game anyways. Denver Broncos beat San Francisco 49ers 11-10. to This game was old school. There is not much I can tell you here. Jimmy Garoppolo sucked, 18-29 for 211. Uh, TD and a pick. I mean, he was a game manager. He was game managing it, so I guess it's not that bad. But Jeff Wilson, 12 carries for 75 yards. It did have a fumble, though. Three receptions for 31 yards on three targets. Uh, not a bad day. Not a bad day for him. If he wouldn't have that fumble, he would have been fine. Uh, let's see. Who else? Who else we want to talk about? Debo Samuel didn't really do too much on the ground. Five carries for six yards there. Denver pretty much locking on it. Uh, did have five receptions for 73 yards on eight targets. You'll take that. But has yet, I think he is yet. Does he have... He has one touchdown, doesn't he? No, he has no touchdowns yet. Hmm. Guess who does though? Brandon Ayuk, three for thirty-nine and a touchdown on eight on eight targets. That was a guy that I was looking at. George Kittle returned four for twenty-eight on five targets. So you know, not a great game, but first game back, and they were going to use him to block anyways uh, for the most part. Russell Wilson on the other side, just you know, wolf. Fuck. All right. Enjoy that $40 million quarterback. Uh, 20 of 33 for 184. No touchdowns. No interceptions. Sacked four times. Whoa. Whoa. 
Underutilized uh, Williams had 15 carries for 58 yards. Also had three receptions for two yards on five targets. So underutilized was kind of the running back to really that you know we really wanted here. Uh, but Melvin Gordon did fit, you know did do some some stuff here. He got the TD. Um, 12 carries for 26 yards in the TD, and I don't even know if I marked that fucking TD down. I didn't. That's my bad. That's my bad. Um, also, I had four, uh, five receptions for 29 yards on six targets. Uh, Cortland Sutton was definitely the guy to have as far as wide receivers go. Eight for 97 on 10 targets. Uh, nobody else have any concern. Jerry Judy didn't do anything. Hinton, Kendall Hinton, the quarterback, didn't do anything. Albert O, oh, you better fucking just go ahead and just drop him because he has no fucking value right now. Let's see, what's the score here? Dallas and New York Giants tied 3-3. Fan-fucking-tastic. There, I'll give you some stats here. <clears throat> Ooh, there goes Tony Pollard for 46 yards. Um, Cooper Rush, 5 for 7, 57 yards. Tony Pollard, 2 carries, 60 yards. Um, Noah Brown, 2 receptions for 33 yards. That's actually a guy that I should have thought about was Noah Brown. My bad. Uh, Daniel Jones on the other side, 8 for 13 for uh, 77, which isn't bad. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 5 carries for 17 yards. Daniel Bellinger, 3 receptions for 34 yards. The rookie coming through. Let's see what else we got in here. Uh, C.D. Lamb, 2 for 20. Peyton Hendershot is the tight end right now for uh, Dallas. But they're using, they're using him and Jake Ferguson, the rookie, so... Nothing too major there. Sterling Shepard, two for 16 on four targets. All right, fair, fair. Yeah, Tony Pollard has two carries for 60 yards. He just, like I said, he ripped off a 46-yarder. Let's see. Oh, now he's up to three for 63. Jalen Tolbert's in the fucking game? Oh, my God, yes. Yes, it just makes me want to jerk off. Uh, Did I say that out loud? No, no. No, I did not. No, I did not. Waiting for this thing to close so I can actually go here. So we're going through the right up here uh, to finish this one off. Uh, Let's see here. So quarterbacks in cash. Josh Allen, yeah, he's fine. Patrick Mahomes would have been good if he would have gotten the second touchdown to Kelsey, but he didn't, so it fails. Jalen Hurts, chalk, yeah, yeah. Kirk Cousins, no. No, he didn't pay off his salary whatsoever. Uh, Joe Burrow, yes. Jared Goff, no. So didn't do too great with quarterbacks this week. A little mad about that. Uh, Derrick Henry, I'm going to take the win on that one. David Montgomery, it's a wash because of the injury. Miles Sanders was a fail, but it allowed you to pay up elsewhere. Uh, We stayed away from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Damian Pierce, win. Mark, Mark Ingram, now I said Kamara's expected to play Mark Ingram. He would have paid off if he would have fucking used them anyways. GPP, Dalvin Cook. Yes. No, actually, because he didn't have any receptions, so no. Joe Mixon, no. DeAndre Swift, no. Jamal Williams, yes. Naeem Hines, eh. He wouldn't have really paid off. But he would have gotten you enough points, especially over on DK. He would have gotten you enough points to where you could have 
been you know satisfied with it uh, to get your wide receivers. Justin Jefferson, no. Devontae Adams, no. Stephon Diggs, no. A.J. Brown, yes. Monra St. Brown, eh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to give it to him. Jalen Waddell, yes. Uh, Michael Pittman, yes. Christian Kirk, yes. Rashad Bateman, no. Drake London, yes. Traylon Burks, no. Isaiah McKenzie, yes, but he shouldn't have been playing him in cash. Uh, Mike Hall- uh, Mac Hollins, hell yeah. Greg Dortch, yes, he was fine. Um, GPP, Cooper Cup, ugh, he's better than most. Uh, Jamar Chase, no. T. Higgins, yes. Uh, Tyreek Hill, no. Gabe Davis, no. Tyler Lockett, yes. Um, especially over on DK, 5,800 over there. You would have been fine with it. Tardell Mooney, I, I told you. I, I told you. I I was hoping nobody else went with me. Mega multi-entry play, Darnell Mooney, no. Devonta Smith, yes. Yes. I said, I like Smith more than Watkins here, but it is St. Jesse in the slot. So if you want to get fancy and hope Watkins can go back-to-back games with a TD, this is his best shot. Uh, Adam Thielen, yes. Elijah Moore, no. Zay Jones, yes. Uh, tight end Travis Kelsey, yeah, you know what? He actually kind of paid off. Uh, Darren Waller, no. Tyler Higby, eh. TJ Hawkinson, yeah, probably paid off better. Uh, Evan Ingram, no. Damn it. Kyle Pitts, not on Yahoo. He would have paid off on FanDuel and DK. He would have been fine. Uh, Zach Ertz, eh, got your points. Irv Smith, no. Uh, it's like a defense special teams. New Orleans, no. Houston Texans, no. Go fuck yourselves. Fuck yourselves, you fucking fuckers. Atlanta Falcons, no. Uh, Green Bay Packers, yes. Green Bay Packers did. And Jacksonville Jaguars, yes. So uh, kind of a mediocre week um, for the write-up. I need to talk about this shit a little bit more. I need to be a little bit more... Um, active when talking about slates and all that type of jazz. So, uh, Brett Mayer field goal. It is now six to three. Let's take a look at. It. Let's take a look at the Fanduel. Let's take a look at Fanduel. I have them in Fanduel. I have the kickers, <laughs> and I am doubling up my money right now. Oh, I'm just on the. I'm just on the pay line. I don't have Tony Pollard in the captain spot. That's what's winning it right now. Is uh captain spot tony let's see uh dk at 31.95 the winning is right now has 45.5 oh cowboys defense in there okay okay i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you somebody actually put daniel bellinger in there okay i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you that's a horrible fucking lineup that is not good at all that's not good at all but <clears throat> what do you want? It's fucking two shit-ass teams on a fucking Monday night with fucking Troy Aikman. Uh, well, that's it. Uh, hopefully, maybe I can get something out on, say, Wednesday? No. Let's shoot for Thursday. I'll have something out by Thursday. Um, if anything, I'll put out something small for the Thursday night game. Uh, hopefully, Wednesday night, if I get an opportunity but, uh, you know, I forgot the new tagline that I was going to do. I'm going to have to. 
actually go back and fucking listen again. All right. Oh, I know what it is. Guys, take it easy. (laughs) Fuck around and find out. I'm out.